shoot so to speak we are a shooting and why can i my camera do not shoot more to the right because to the right i am having this little bandit you know he is sitting here i went home and i brought him down from the blood the no go zone i need to take him somewhere to be happy they no more funeral we don't want no more funeral so i took him here and we are sitting here aren't we sitting here little boy can i can i shift little to you people can see what is this bloody immigrant what do you what do you do here so anyway i told you was not going to be any order do not have bloody heart attack now and uh, you call police and you do what the bloody you do so anything anyway this is the bloody state of things hey so bleeding the state of this weather today it was all out war and uh, people were coming out and you know i have this little fairy tale i'm going to tell to you Once upon a time in a country it was called Sweden, and uh, they are in this whole beautiful little country. Everybody was oh you. So pretty simple. Uh, Avionics are set. Following two hundred and two feet in the south side of the line. Have us initial contact. We have information. Whiskey. Whiskey. Awesome. People were bloody happy in this uh, kingdom of uh, Sweden. Uh, yes, only little. Don't worry. Uh, 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 everybody was being bloody hey here in this kingdom of Sweden, and uh, people were being actually they were being happy. They were being uh, they were living here and they were living little there also. And some of them were living here. And uh, what happened in Sweden? All of a sudden, a politician in Sweden he said, you know. What is this? What do we do here? You know, saying nothing. We need to do something. You know, and uh, all the people was like, "What do you want, actually? What are you bloody talking about? What do you want to do?" And uh, this bloody um, politician, he was saying, "No, we are going to make Sweden is multicultural." 1975 or thing something like this must be signed 1975 1972 so he said okay everybody you bloody listen to me now we are going to make this multicultural society and uh, all this bloody you are a bloody stupid people you are a the you must feel very much ashamed for yourself you are being swedish
and uh, don't worry we're going to make them have their own bloody areas they can live they can you know do whatever the bloody want and uh, they can uh, sit there so these them were uh, everybody were very happy were coming all these exotic people you know and uh, the exotic people started to come uh, but then it was not the challenging enough you know because these politicians they have been looking you know they they, they looked in uh, india where uh, where this multicultural were taken did participate they were one uh, india they were became one pakistan they were looking up on the also dublin you know in the ireland uh, only some you know minute 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 just minute away from the sweden they were looking to dublin also and they were like bloody hell they have in gate there all being irish people having gate there because uh, they having this value of different uh, thing and uh, they cannot uh, you know <coughs> not my fault not immigrants fault it's a uh, uh, dublin uh, people fault maybe it's a thing of value so all across the world you know were looking this swedish politician were looking everywhere we look you know a problem problem everybody having problem why our immigrant being so good and nice you know i don't like i don't like because everybody politician they wanted to be like this gandhi because they were sitting there in the parliament but they never visited the the indian parliament of things Mm. Mm. how we came to be this uh, uh, beautiful logo bloody parallel society okay so sweden was a country it was a, a, a place you know god place little country actually the sweden country they were being one of the largest bloody countries in the world you know before came on to before came these hands uh, because they have very many hands now you know and uh, and i'm not talking about the hans not the hannibal the great not the these body people are talk about the german history when we went into the germs uh, i am talking now about sudden because we have just been into these uh, no go zones and picked up out going to take him uh, so we don't have to go to any more funeral you know it's enough now because things is going to be little um, uh, well fucked up to say the least you know they are going to properly fuck this uh, no go bloody so anyway i'm telling you you don't have to take my bloody word for it i haven't done for years so why do you start now but uh, just look so anyway over standing this politician they are in the uh, parliament in the sweden parliament he was a bloody hell boring uh, the country because uh, look at all the swedish people uh, and he made all the swedish people they were to be ashamed of themselves you know they want to be very very much ashamed they were being swedish and uh, he was like no 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 we must have little more you know immigrant in here uh, this is way to whitey and uh, because uh, we sided with hitler only, only you know 30 years ago and uh, uh, so people not to understand realize that that what we did with hitler actually that uh, we actually you know uh, on hitler i mean uh, we we we, we fought him fought him you know like this uh, 
and uh, what we did was, and uh, this Hermann Göring, you know, all of the bloody Nazi top people having their mark here left in Sweden. And uh, if you go to this place, it is called the New Nose Harbor in Nynäshamn, uh, this is called, they have, still they have this sauna there, you know. This is the most interesting story, actually, because I was uh, invited to living in the a new nose harbor. And me have some dinner. Why don't you come and have some dinner? I said, okay, but who are you? And <laughs> get to know each other. So I came there and uh, we had dinner, sauna time, good time, uh, very hot. It was very hot. So I went out. It was very hot, actually. So I came out from the sauna and do... Uh, 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 actually, I almost forgot what I was going to say. This was the story about Sweden. So, uh, while we were sitting there, she said, Do you know actually, is this sauna here? Not far from here. I said, Okay. And uh, there was this first immigrant coming out to her area. People were like, oh, talk. What are the immigrants doing here? Why go back to your bloody no-go zone? I am uh, talking, uh, you know, clean bloody Swedish. I'm not talking English like the Indian do. I'm talking Swedish like the Swedish do. Okay, okay, okay. We don't call police. So anyway, uh, I was, uh, actually I was, I was, it was like good sitting there. And she said, do you know who was Nazis? What is going on here? What a crazy question. What is this? Yes. Oh, you get little scared, you know, ask this bloody question. Do you know who the bloody Nazi, you know? So I said, yes, of course, what do you think, I'm stupid? And no, 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 but you're immigrant, you know, of course, there are many times that we don't know this kind of thing all the time. So, coming on here, uh, uh, yes, you go, because they are sitting in front of me now. He said to me, Tommy, this is something of a secret, I want to tell you a little secret. But the blood, this son here all the time, anyway. So, do you know who was this uh, Hermann Göring? Do you know this Göring guy? I said, yes. No, not personally, of course, I don't know, Garman. Do you know Herman Garman? No. No, your shoulder is uh, seeing little only. That is only that. I have to shift camera because uh, he is having this shirt on. And his shirt having this color. He have a color in the shirt. And he was thinking, if my little color is here, people can see what kind of a color I have, you know. Then they will know who I am. Because he is the only one having this color. This is the, uh, this is the level of uh, intelligence. Immigrant don't have to be very very much worried. Okay, oh, almost walking, but uh, not quite. And she said, "Do you know who is this bloody Herman Gering guy?" I said, "Yes, yes, of course I know him." He said, "There is this sauna, you know, only a couple of houses from where I live here, actually." Okay, and she said, "In this bloody sauna, he uh, there is standing like you know the immigrant are writing on the wall, you know the 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 immigrant was here." Uh, the immigrant was here, and I, I was here also, and then I was here, and then the Swedish coming here, keep Sweden Swedish, keep Sweden Swedish, they were like chasing and tagging everybody throughout the whole bloody 90s, you know, and what uh, bloody calling this fucked up country language you are talking, Rista, you have to learn Swedish, okay, because I cannot keep up with the doing this. You have to learn Swedish if you want to know what a bloody I have to say. So you 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 learn little Swedish, okay? So okay. Anyway, so they were saying uh, something like this: that Hermann Göring he he restart in the bloody name of him, and not only of him. In that sauna, there is also a name being in Rista there, and it said, "Little did we know, but may." 
probably he would he know that uh, what is Swedish people did uh, when come the other extreme is that radical uh, movement were coming. Anyway, he was saying uh, this uh, politician was standing there 1970 something, 90 early something. Okay, too much uh, Swedish people is being here now. Cannot have, oh, we must have little immigrant here also. Because uh, you see, we 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 actually uh, uh, had Hitler, you know. Hitler, Herr uh, uh, Hitler, were here on us, you know. So do something. And do you remember when we uh, rode into Germs? What we told you about the Germs history of Hitler? Yes, exactly. This is the what I meant about this because. Uh, they were coming very much on to Sweden actually, you know, these uh, Nazi germs. They came here much like you can go to your mama and have dinner, you know. When you are 15 years old, you are out playing with friends, you have dinner, you eat. And why do you eat? Because uh, you are hungry. Just as many times coming to Sweden, uh, the, the Nazi germs were coming to Sweden, home to their mommy and daddy and eating. And of course, uh, Sweden cannot, you know, show this because now Hitler, he, he, he's gone. And uh, so Sweden must, you know, keep up a little here, show to the world, like, listen, listen, uh, we, we don't have any concentration camp. We don't, know, we don't, uh, you know, um, uh, stamp uh, came up with this Jew, uh, J, to have onto Jewish passport and ship them back to Hitler. We did not ship back any Jew coming from Denmark. Uh, we did not give them to Hitler. No, 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 no. We are very uh, multicultural, loving people in this bloody country. And uh, problem being that Sweden had no immigrant in the country. Only Swedish people were being there. So these politicians were saying like this. Okay, so now we must take in, we must open bloody door quickly, quickly. Uh, have in here because history is going to catch up soon. Eh? For every new generation who are not with us and cannot uh, understand our fact of mind, uh, they will, you know, say, why the bloody you do this? Why, 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 why you fucked it? Uh, suck the, fuck why you fuck us like Hitler like this? We have to, we have to write, a, uh, rewrite history like this. So, they watch the Indian, how are the Indian, you know, when they turn things around, they do this. So, this is what they do, it's what So, they said, okay, all bloody immigrants coming on here, coming on here, come, come, hurry, 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 hurry. And uh, they were open up door. They had this bloody immigrant area all over the place, uh, Stockholm, Gothenburg, all <coughs> bloody, all uh, um, uh, these uh, big cities. They were pushing up the area here. So they said, okay, dear immigrant, please come here, live here, have a bloody good time here also. And uh, I have the key and throw a bloody key, I go now, bye. So he went, Sweden went. As Sweden went, the immigrant came there. And this first wave of immigrants coming into Sweden, it was came uh, maybe, baby, you say 70, say 71, 72, 73, 70, came there, something like this. Uh, many of them people come from Lebanon, the Middle East, so they coming from Europe, they landed in Sturup and they come Sweden in group, so they come there, everybody. And if you look at the, uh, the, the building of the entire bloody suburb area, how are they being built? So you go helicopter, like a helicopter, you know helicopter? 
You go helicopter and you stand uh, right on top of this bloody area, huh? any given area, whatever bloody area you want. At least in Stockholm, I don't know now, they are uh, shooting up everybody this bloody house like they do in India. They are putting up bloody house. People live because they have taken in so many people now, they are lost control completely. People are, uh, are you know, sleeping up in asshole also. So, there. Yeah. You're standing with a helicopter and you are looking down and then you can see how it's being built, you know, because all the main roads, all the main roads are being built around the area because the thought they had, it was like this. The area, the immigrant, working immigrant people are going to come here, they are going to live there, but actually, do you know, the apartment, do you know how big they are, of a bloody castle in there? They are so, and now you can hear about this, because this is very important you take into consideration. Because when Swedish people are talking about, they are living five people in a two room. They are living, living three people in a three room. Living two people in a one room. Uh, all kind of room. They are thinking about the apartment, of how they look in this tiny little mouse apartment. You know, they, are, they have to, you know, squeeze and wheeze and, you know, um, in the city. And this is quite amazing, because... This little shit apartment, you know, I would never live. I don't like. Uh, this is too small. You get claustrophobic, everything. Have you seen the elevator? If you go into the elevator in the city, and a lady coming into you, who also, she is living there, uh, automatically may become a baby nightmare after, because you are standing so close, you know, two people only. So, you know, we are very big uh, apartments, and uh, uh, very big rooms. So, in one bedroom, no problem, can sleep at least two, three people. This is how big one bedroom. So, when you're talking about this, you have to know what you're talking about. There is space, you know. There is not like this, you know, a Swedish city apartment. You can only go uh, put one leg in the toilet. Half of you are sitting outside, half of you are sitting inside. The Swedish people are paying so many millions for this little shit apartment. I, I can't believe. Maybe to say, I live in this city, uh, okay, but... Uh, uh, I don't know, I wouldn't do. So, anyway, what I would do, take the money and I buy a house, you know. Like out in the countryside, one hour drive from Stockholm, you have your own bloody uh, ground, you have your own house, you have your own dish, you have your own toilet, two toilets also, you have your own kitchen, two kitchen also, you, have, you can build another house, you can build what the bloody you this is the difference when you're talking about this. So, we were coming all families uh, into the area and that thought of this politician which was, but they must work here, okay? So, uh, the Swedish politician had a thought actually that immigrants would come here and they will work. This is uh, something that actually are beneficial. Do you know beneficial? This is something that helps everybody, you know. If I work, it helps my neighbor. If my neighbor hurt, it blood. It helped me also. So now everybody is complaining. We are living here in the no-go zone. Why my insurance of my car is like, you know, I want to insure my car. Okay, 10,000. What a bloody uh, 10,000 for a year or for a month, one month. For a year, 100,000. Because this is going to be, the, you know, bomb, the burnout. This is our own fault, actually, because uh, there is no Swedish people coming on burning our bloody things. Uh, we are actually doing. So, 
this is the thought, the, the, the ground, and the houses that are being built. I can show you. Do you know what the role model were for the suburb uh, public housing? You seeing this very ugly, you know, uh, cement, uh, beton, concrete house. Do you know what the role model for this is? Eastern Germany, Soviet Union, I am actually talking to a thing in the still closed off city of Russia. That is very uh, interesting actually. So okay, if you look at the house there, just the same house. Look at the, oh my bloody god, do you play football there also? But, what it uh, made, on the other hand, it uh, it made this, this is also something that you cannot, um, I don't think people can understand you not from there, because you are seeing this housing, okay, and you are thinking, my God, are people living like like this, like packed rat, they are living in two next to each other like this? But you haven't been inside, have you? No. I would never, uh, I love uh, this public housing, because the, uh, Mm. This, the unity and the the connection and the everything you you don't find you don't find. I mean, uh, I look at the country house now. I live there in the country house of Sweden, and uh, there is almost you know neighbor walking. If you're walking too close to to anything, you are watching like this. What do you? What do you? Do? What do you want? What do you want? Who are you? What do you want? Who are you? Uh, and then say, no no no, I'm just walking here. Okay, you work, but hurry, hurry. But there we can, you know, we had this connection. And um, we know, uh, everybody knows, this is something you get by you living with each other, you know. It, it, you're living close to each other, you are having this connection, always people being out. Uh, and the one thing more is that you are not afraid all the time. But this doesn't mean you can pack in bloody whole world to live in there. If two people, two kind of people, they are boring each other, having a war, they cannot live together in this other country. Whole bloody country, they cannot live together. If this was no problem, don't you think they would have... So anyway, this Swedish politician, he found this little exciting, you know. So they were packing in people, packing in people. Already when we came, it was the perfect, perfect, perfect ground for integration. Why do you think... ...is one of Sweden's most diverse cities. It should be a model for integration. But this city is one of Europe's biggest exporters of militants to Syria and Iraq. Do you think the, my generation of uh, people, we have managed so well in this society? And this is the kind of hypocritical rhetoric where they are using. Look at the, how many people born in Sweden, 70, they are growing very well. Yes, but this is the only factor that you look, because you don't look of the generation that came after us, eh? You don't look of all these people that came who were never integrated in the Swedish society and still not 30 years, 40 years. What do you want years? They don't even have set their foot outside. They are having children. So who is going to teach their children the Swedish society? Who? Who? Because the Swedes are not there. You are certainly not there. Do you do lead them on? Not to democracy. So the Swedish state, what they have done instead, they have been yelling, you know. 
They have been very, very effective with this racist card because uh, if you yell high, then people will get little. They are afraid of yelling in Sweden, very much afraid of yelling. Not afraid of getting shot in the head or your wife or your daughter or your bloody anything getting raped. You are afraid of this. So this is what they do, acting out like a, you know, proper racist. Never go there, never choose to live in the multicultural area, not, never nothing. Stand there and they yell instead. This is actually being a very effective bloody, exactly, uh, what do you call them? Uh, so here they were standing and they already when our parents uh, came, first wave, it came many from the Middle East, many from Yugoslavia throughout the in the middle 90s and you know why of course, many from Chile came, uh, it was many you know uh, the people who set out to integrate. We lived among Swedish people. The first kind of immigrants that grew up here, which is my generation, we actually lived among Swedish people in those areas. There were 50-50. Many of us, with me included, you know, we can actually identify more with the Swedish people than uh, even their own home. Because when we went to our parents' home, we were Swedish. And when we go there, and this is also everybody, when everybody go to the parents' home, no matter what, oh my god, you are so proud, you are Swedish. Uh, yes, I live in Sweden, you know, I made it here, uh, king of the world, top of the world, because there is uh, a little bit of status, you know. Having come from there, living in uh, uh, Sweden, in this European country. But when you come to Sweden, so what do we do? Just this thing, uh, when, when people are taking the exam, they are getting this free school, here, not there, here, and they keep waving with their flag of their mama and their papa's place, the country that threw them out. They said, okay, you have a choice here. Either you stay or what do you want? Okay, we go. So go. Who cares? That's what our parents' country did, actually, more or less. And when we are graduating, we are taking exam, we are waving with the flag of, uh, you know, Canada. These actually students, and this will happen, and no one react, no one react. When the, this issue we have been talking about, you know, many times. So we said now, these students, to all the young people there, we said, when you graduate, when you take the exam this year, uh, don't wave, you know, Iraq flag, Somalian flag, this flag, that flag, because what we have achieved here, we must build, we must keep building, then this is way more important than what happened with me, and if you think that is more important, then you don't give a damn about the immigrants living there, actually. We can just drop this bloody issue once and for all. It's over now. We're getting old news now. Tired. So, okay. Yeah, okay. Hello, Sweden Democrats. Hello, hello. Okay. So, you see, everybody see this is good. We are uh, winky, winky, twinky. So, okay. We are winky, twinky again. So, uh, listen. Here is uh, what happened. So, our little boys, they were our people, you know, who went out and voted on this election. What we did, because what we did, we made a bloody earthquake uh, this uh, election never before seen ever never ever never in the bloody history of this bloody country have so many people coming out and voted 
to participate in the Swedish general election of 2018 in the largest of bloody ghetto in the whole entire Europe also, not only Sweden, Europe. Now, why is it Europe? It is a ghetto of six areas blood, these six whole areas combined. They are forming up this little ring and they are built, uh, connected to a field, it's called a Jarva field. So, we hit record number of people coming out to vote and uh, took this giant bloody leap, you know, onto the Sweden Democrat Society because they knew what was going on there. And they don't want, <laughs> they don't want. And this is quite amazing, people have not understand. Uh, they think that quite a, that is how amazing things can be, actually. Um, so, anyway, so anyway, they came out this year. They graduate and they told their children, they told everybody, we made a little thing out of this, you know. When you graduate, be the first one in this area, you wave the Sweden flag, thanking the Sweden people, the taxpayer of Sweden, for one, giving you this opportunity, you know, because they are the ones that have funded your education, your free education. Not only education, you get to eat food also. Every day you get food there. If your parents having, you know, being poor, like many are being, uh, Sweden also are so bloody racist. Do you know what they are doing? They are not calling it poor. They are calling it, hmm, this is a relativity poverty. Relativity poverty. We don't have any people really poor here, you know. So they don't, they take away all the cry out for help that we are like, listen, we are poor people. Okay, if we can say that we are poor people so people can understand. If we can say we are living in no-go zones, we are living in this, you know, fucked up area completely, then people can do something about a fucked up area completely. But uh, they don't. So we did something that is a clashing, you know, it, 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 we're going to see a whole lot more of it. It's going to be clashes between values. First of all, in the Sweden, the conflict line, it's gone between addresses, where you live. So that was when I grew up. So it was, you were living in the suburb, you were living in here, you were living in that, say here, you were living in here. That was first the thing. Well, are you living in a suburb or are you living in a good, nice area? This has been going on all ages. Then it became the uh, conflict line between where you from actually. And that was the generation under us coming up. And th then it was, where are you from? Are you Swedish? Okay, you are this, this, this. And uh, Swedish politicians, they just played all along. It was, uh, no, it was a very shameful thing to be Sweden. You had nothing to be proud of. You had no national identity, no culture of your own. You had nothing, even though Sweden is being amongst the oldest bloody country in this world, you know. What a bloody history they have. It go back even as long as the Babylon history. And would you actually have the nerve to say Iraq don't have history? India don't have history. They don't have their own culture. That's how absurd it is. Of course they have. They have been, I mean, just look with America. Maybe they don't have own culture. I don't know what is their culture. But Sweden, of course they have own culture. They are being thousands of years old. Viking everything. Denying this is just, you know, very stupid. It is, uh... So, this is what, what the politician was saying. 
So they were all out for this threat and having no identity. So of course, uh, second generations really growing up in this bloody threat. Uh, we were like, okay, so we are immigrants. When we go to our parent home, we are immigrants. We are Swedish. When we come to Sweden, we are immigrants. So what, 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 what are we? Where do we belong? Eh? Even if people wanted to go on to the Swedish, uh, you know, uh, embrace the Swedish uh, everything, so they couldn't. I mean, we can take just little comparison. So we, we say that, uh, I mean, these go out to all the women here. No matter, uh, you don't have to, you know, just answer honestly to yourself. I know the kind of uh, what you must say. But we can say like this, to be all out honest, or you really actually so what is the, the most attractive, what are you attractive of? Uh, this guy that or is really, uh, really actually nothing. He is excusing himself all the time. He, he, he makes sure to you. And he is saying, listen uh, little lady, if you uh, want to, you know, hook with me little, then I am going to be shamed of, uh, of us. I have nothing to be proud of, you know. I am going to take everybody else, you know, or, 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 or out to be better than us. Because we are... No, or truly, really, actually nothing. So, or do you more attracted of a guy, regardless of what he thinks or what he say, he actually, he takes pride in being of what he is and what he does. And uh, he said to you, if you are with me, you are the, you are the queen. It you know, doesn't matter. There are, you are the queen in the whole bloody world. That is where you belong. And I don't care what the whole bloody world say. This is my family. And my family is the best of all family. And uh, always coming in first hand. One can say, talking the walking. So to speak. One can say like this. Because this is what everybody do. They walk like this. But they don't talk like this. So when you talk like this, you are kind of, you know, scary. Scary. So in Sweden, my, you are afraid of words even. What do you think is happening now? So this was the thing that the second generation Swede was standing up against. Well, are we going to go there? Seeing in front of you all the Swedish people in Sweden, they were leaving their homes, you know, like this, like this, like this, like this. And uh, if the politicians are to say no here, then oh little hypocrite again uh, coming forward and say, no, 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 excuse me little immigrant, this is not right. Uh, okay, but why did all the Swedish, along with the Swedish people, along with them, all the Swedish authority, uh, company, everything, gone, moved. They just took out this area and they threw away the key again. Standing on the other side, they shifted, you know, they moved to the Swedish area or saying to all of the people, we actually like very much multicultural. We, we, we want multicultural. There, over there, don't come here, there. So came this bloody border, you know, and all of this was very, where did everything go? Where did every, where did Sweden go? The only thing you see, and they were even withdrawing from that area, it was uh, police. So police coming there, we, 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 only time coming there. Because they shut down this, you know, they had this uh, close quarter offices, you know, with the police. So you had a, re a re relation to police. That was the only relationship you had to the Swedish society. So if we felt that when we grew up, how would the generation after us, when they took this away, 
they don't have no reference to the Swedish society whatsoever, whatsoever, nothing, 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 nothing. So the only reference they had, what we did it, if we knew. We wouldn't do, but we made the groundwork, so we made that area and where we live our identity that became our identity we became one so we make that our so-called national uh, identity so that is why all of these you know exploded it exploded um, in the mid 90 late in the yes late 90 uh, down to the mid uh, 2000 and then from there it just so that is the timetable we are looking at so all, oh, and the politician was standing there from the 70s, he was still standing there, and uh, standing 15 minutes away from every of the worst immigrant area, they were, you know, being flooded with people. And all the immigrants, their schools, their security, their safety, their, their everything, you know, and what do you do? I mean... If I uh, shit in your apartment and you let the shit be there, more people is going to shit in your apartment because you are going to feel, I mean, your environment, how you actually live is have impact in how you, your mindset, your mood, your everything. Just imagine having an apartment that is little messy, you know. have let the people down, that there is no law and order and security. What do you think? Of course there is law and order, but uh, we must improve our work in these uh, areas. Well, we've, we've actually met people who are afraid. They've spoken to us with their faces covered yeah. and disguised yeah. because they say that there's almost a, their own policing that's going on by the radicals mm. in these communities. Mm. Are you aware of that? Yes. That? Yes. that is little messy, you know. We have problem with 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 a, a parallel uh, society in this area. Apartment that is little messy, you know. You are uh, feeling little stressed because you want to have fresh, eh? so. So no, you can imagine living here. Uh, they have not, you know, the landlord. They don't give a damn about their who. Uh, actually living there they don't give and they don't come and empty the, their uh, trashes there are whole uh, different rules of uh, the immigrant they can throw the trash and how they want how put them how who care uh, but if you do this in Swedish area they are like being you bloody idiot you put the uh, go, um, fork you have to put him and uh, this little uh, comb you put him if it's plastic though you have to put him and if a tree would you put him if you don't do this uh, you have lifetime prison you go prison uh, this is the, the the worst crime you can do in sweden but there nobody can. so doesn't matter how many photo you are shipping out look how it look 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 look, look. environmental problem but they are immigrants they can live with this they they know this from their home country, must be deserted in their home bloody country, so who cares? Uh, this is how the mentality has been, you know, all the time, and the Sweden are saying they're being tolerant and they are believing this open-minded, not, not racist, uh, of course they are racist, just look at how things are looking today. So, 
that what the second generation growing up with everything this they don't have any reference to the Swedish society whatsoever nothing 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 so what we did that is why many of us also when this development started to turn and when this generation were coming you know and uh, starting to make a voice for themselves they were starting to make an impact on the uh, surrounding area because in the meanwhile also since the 80 these uh, radical movement had been working very hard to strengthen their identity all across the west and why did they do that i have never heard anyone in the swedish public debate they have even meant milestone what made up the radical movement in the west why is it so many radicals from the west went to isis i am telling isis because this is the only thing people know we have had people going to all kind of bloody terror organizations in the suburbs in the nogos since the 90s but if i tell you the name of this most of people won't know you know they are after this hockey game talk lashkar e toiba al mujharoon we can and al mujharoon also being one of the biggest in britain also and they themselves say what happened what took place what took place what happened what made them so strong what made them so unified you know before this we had no problem now who care where you are from who care what you believe who care about this who this was the problem of the middle east not in the bloody satanic verses it dropped like a bloody bomb and one can say it was it made out the first real critic of the holy quran and i personally i am against you know if you are not muslim if you are not a christian if you are not this 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 why do you want to critic their scripture why why i mean what's the point why do you want to go and burn books their books of course they are going to be mad you burn my book i'm going to be mad too i don't have book but i mean uh, let's say you take my children homework you are going you burn them up of course i'm going to be mad what do you think so now we are talking about way of life again and uh, actually of course this is going to be rioting my god we are burning people's holy book and that is actually what is making people sympathize more with these um, radicals ever use these two, two words in the same meaning islam and radical i have family that are within islam you know i have been sitting when i was a kid i was sitting for hours heard my auntie she was reading out of the holy quran and i have no problem with islam i have no problem with muslims i am the one who have been chosen to live there for 42 years and uh, who lives there in the majority of people today isn't it uh, muslims yes so if the majority of people are muslims today and my network was built there uh, who were with me against this actually yes and this like, all these things it's like the common simple basic knowledge of things they don't even know Sweden they don't know so you have to spell it out and uh, even that they don't so uh, but they listen to people who have never been there they they oh. so and the christians and we had never had this problem and then the satanic words has dropped it dropped like a bloody bomb you know and uh, of course where do this impact show where the immigrants there of course 
So what the satanic verses did, not only in the Middle East and the Asia, but also here, it made Muslims uh, of this sect, this cult, uh, Sunni, Wahhabi, whatever you, uh, they call it, Salafi, they went tight. And that is often uh, what are distinguishing people. When, when you are threatened, you know, let's say Sweden are threatened, then you are going to have this, some kind of people, they are stepping forward and they are facing this, they are feeling like they have to protect their identity, their way of life, they have to, you know, secure everything because now uh, uh, our way, our uh, whole identity is being threatened. And uh, this, I can understand, of course, I did the same thing myself. This is a natural thing to do. Uh, in Sweden, more, uh, very much have been taken, you know, the common uh, survival instincts have been taken from. And uh, it has been replaced by a lot of hens. They don't know what they are. They want to be this thing today and tomorrow. And that's okay. So, uh, this is what uh, normal people, most of the world do this. Many Sweden too, but they can't say. Only to say this little, you know, human uh, certainty that can be bloody racist. That is how fucked up things are in Sweden. So, moving on. So, this is the state of things. So, what happened was, when the satanic verses dropped, they started to feel. And you can backtrack, you can look for yourself. When did, in the suburbs, when did these groups started to have their own schools, started to pick up their children, you know, uh, in buses? That was then. And then they started. So, parallel with the second generation, third generation suite coming up, and all these development taking place in the suburbs, all also these were, you know, growing. And it was growing and it was actually being state funded. Can you believe this? So imagine today that this terrorist mentality are being this very segregating force are being state funded by taxpayers' money. And this is, this is what have happened in Sweden throughout decades because Sweden did not know what is this. Still today, they don't say, they are like, they are funding, 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 funding. So of course, with state funds, they were growing and they put their grip, you know, throughout the suburbs, all across Stockholm, they were doing for three decades. 30 years they were doing this. So can you imagine the strength they have today and uh, what they have built up actually? So if you look in Stockholm, there is not only segregation. You have segregation within the segregation. Segregation within the segregation. One more time. Segregation within the segregation you have. You can look Look on the south side of Stockholm, uh, you have uh, these areas also, but there are many Christians living there. And uh, many Christians from the west side, actually, they, 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 they started to move to the south side. Because that was where the Christians uh, were. A lot of Syrians, a lot of Assyrians, a lot of these people, you know, they went there they, and they are there. And uh, on the west side, where, where I was from, this Yarva, uh, a lot of Muslims came. Must have been same thing from that side, you know. No problem, this is no problem, this. This is natural, uh, again. 
But the uh, only thing that don't have, you know, moved anywhere is the Swedish people. Because uh, when I say Swedish people, I'm meaning this uh, media personality, uh, journalist, politician, all of these people. Uh, because they have never lived in anywhere near. So they have not seen this movement. They have not even seen these, you know, things what have had taken place throughout the decades in the suburb within the immigrant diaspora, you know. So, uh, but some of us were still living, uh, still there, because I have been working within that bloody area for 20 years. I know a lot of people, and as I said, if I was having problem with Islam, do you think I would have lived in the most Islam-populated area of the entire Stockholm? Do you care? Do you think I care what a racist journalist in the Swedish state radio say before what the Muslims themselves say? They know I am no bloody Islamophobe or anything. I am more of Islam than you are, will ever be. So, here is the, but the thing is, I am not afraid to criticize Islam, because I know there is something good. And if I see a Muslim not living up to the Muslim value, I know, what are you doing? I mean, and the Prophet, peace be upon him, uh, I know that for uh, the Prophet is being his uh, valuable uh, uh, man, the perfect man, and the prophet, God, the peace be upon him, he did not do this. So what? Why do you do this? But when it comes to radical, I don't say this because I know they, this is what they do. You know, this is what extremists do. This is this is the way of extremists, regardless of what a blood extremist you are. But the problem is being when the extremists are being protected by the Swedish society, state radio, for example like happened in 2009, I'm going to take this only example and then you know, because in 2009 we had a Somalian woman, her name is Amu, very brave, the bravest woman in Sweden I have ever bloody seen, or met, and known. She became journalist actually, uh, from Somalia, living in Inkibi, became journalist, came out of Rinkibi and uh, of course uh, it, is, it is a great achievement for her coming from Somalia, coming out to Sweden, living in Rinkibi, coming out of Rinkibi, work hard, you know, coming to Swedish State Radio. And what do you think Swedish State Radio do? Do you think they treat her like every other journalist? No. Uh, she had to work in the Somalian, uh, you know, this, Somalian. Uh, she had to do radio for Somalia in Rinkibi. Of course. Why? Why cannot any Swedish journalist do this? Because they were like, uh, we need to communicate with the Somalian diaspora in Rinkibi. Okay, so that means you have been lying all along about your multicultural integration and you, you because uh, you can't even talk. You can't even talk to the people of Somalia. I mean, this is amazing. Uh, and they don't see this bloody hypocrite themselves. They don't see it. Because they're so stuck up their own ass, they don't see uh, so, but this is what racists do. They are very stuck up their own ass, you know. So, so my, she did a piece here, and she did the one thing that could have prevented so much. She actually went out and she said the thing that nobody dared to do. Because in 2009, we had Al Shabab, and people were like, what, what is Shabab? What is this dinner? What is this food? Hockey game? No, Al Shabab is this Somalian uh, terror organization. You know? And they made a ride in Sweden of 2009. And in 2000, I don't know, but if you look in the documentary we made, uh, we showed this. 
because this was not only in uh, this was not only in our area also in this other get to no go zones they were making ride you know they were on to people they were trying to recruit recruit people so she said we having this youth leader youth leader he he was hired by the authority to work with young people to keep them away from crime can you imagine this and this has been going on all the way because they don't know they they cannot they cannot do themselves they how do we talk to immigrant i don't know so uh, but this guy was actually recruiting onto al shabab he sent our young people you know off and if you are growing up you don't have this identity or is search for your identity and you know okay i am muslim coming a guy to you as a this is islam of course you will embrace i would have embrace i can tell you were i muslim most likely i would have been you know uh, considering of how i am and what i have been doing and what i've done i would have gone to the other side because i have been acting up very extremely if you look at it i i mean i joined the nationals by living in jarwa who do this i challenged the extremists themselves and uh, i did, there is something screw loose you know i and i know this i know this and i am aware of this so uh, i am not the only one this is the thing i am not being the only one but i don't have any problem you know talking and the people all living there they are talking so sweden state radio came out with a new piece and the thing is they have actually made the same story who said that he was recruiting you know but they choose not to send instead they sent this lie this lying bloody story they sent uh, on on to her, uh, swedish people where they were saying a moon was lying instead so what happened was they she got she had to move from rinkeby uh, and she actually she moved to somalia because she thought it was safer there than it was in sweden can you believe this it was safer in somalia than in sweden and uh, the reason for this who sent her away uh, you know it was all the state radio claiming to be all of this what do you claim to be because you are bloody racist that what you are